Okay. Hey, 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 fam. <laughs> All right, we up in here. We up in here today. What's Gee, happening, everybody? We are up in here today. It's married for real. I'm excited. We excited. Hey. We say the same thing every week, but... Because we love what we do, right, we, love? I love what we do. Like I, today, I got so much energy right now. All right. I, and I love sharing life with you thank you you know thank you. we thank wake you. up really excited i love how yes. we start our day we wake up with the praise of god on, on our mouth we have a little affection time a little cuddle time oh you got a little close to me this morning now <laughs> we almost didn't get up out of the bed let's can we be real can we give, can this, we be this, real? This marriage life, and I love it. Love, and, and I love it. We love we love each other. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. It's about to get real right now. We are so happy to see y'all. Yes. Look, marriage is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting. Even though we have challenges, come you know, on, love. We, y'all know we got to keep it real. We have challenges too. Like everybody else. Come on now. But the most part, at the most, we, we are excited. We happy. We love each other. Absolutely. And we do things intentional. So today, we are actually going to be talking about, um, you know, what what helps us to keep this foundation strong. What gives us a foundation right but we are going to start off with our love story y'all we're going to talk about the foundation that we had when this thing got started 27 on, years ago 27 years i met you man i, I was a legit <laughs> just a little tiny little thing man we you yeah. i remember you i remember when i found you he found fi- we'll talk about that a little later he found a wife that's what he found y'all. look y'all <laughs> hey for those of y'all that are here yes we are live we're gonna we're gonna give y'all a shout out we want to yes. see where everyone is from y'all oh tag God. your city tag your spouse tag your auntie your cousin everybody yes. married for real we love the m for our family the married for real family yeah we want to see where y'all are from we see y'all right now what's going on Hey fam, hey Alexis Gibson. Y'all let she said, hey, listening with my husband. What, what state are y'all located? Put your city, put your state, put your country. If you are even, you know, international, let Come us on. know who the MFAR family is. Come on. Hey, Delana, Mark was good, beautiful couple. Where, where's our African people? We 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 see there we go. Hey, hey. What's going on, y'all? What's happening? Clarity, hey. we see you from California. Hey, sis. What's going on, y'all? We love you guys. As always. Hey Tracy Green out there. In Tampa was good. What's going on? Unique Tampa? Rose in Virginia is so good to have you come in on, here. Come on, come on, Virginia. James easily, easily out Virginia. What's good? What's good? What's going on? VA is in the house. It's it's like y'all heavy today. <laughs> What's going on, VA? VA, VA say they they're ready for some real marriage stuff. Yes. Hey, Davida. Happy New Year, sis. Chicago was good. Chicago and Alexis from Chicago also we see. Yes. You. What's going on? Hey, Diane out there in Jackson. What's good? What's going on, y'all? Hey, my brother Jay, Chucktown, what's up? Oh, Chucktown, Chucktown, hold on, Chucktown. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Chucktown, Chucktown is in it. We got to pause it. Salute to Chucktown, Charleston, South Carolina. That's my the Geech, the Geechee Gullah Land. We up in here, y'all. Let's go. Salute. Hey, Danica, what's good? Kushan, what's good, fam? What's going on? California, Cali, man, we can't wait to come back to California, Jasmine. Yeah, we hey see Jasmine. You. We see y'all. Look, we, we're about to go ahead and get started on some things. Danica, Texas, we see you, Connecticut. What's going on, Connecticut? What's going on, y'all? Look, baby. You ready I'm, to get started? I'm up. happy because I know we got a lot to talk about um, as far yes. as that marriage foundation. 
you know, we yeah. got we got a lot to talk about as far as that marriage foundation. And you know, for those of y'all that don't know, we are Latroy and Christina. Hey, hey. And together we are married for real. And what we do is marriage mentorship, motivation, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. We do um on online sessions. We um we just it's everything that we do. So marriage for real is us. It's the brand. We but do we do marriage. Um, multiple things. <laughs> and um, one of the things that God gave us is yeah. the call to actually minister to our teach what marriage really is supposed to look like mm-hmm. what is marriage supposed to, and 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 in a tr- transparent way come on love. in a way to where we ain't faking we ain't phony no that's, need why, to. that's why we say married for real it's right? married for real you know because the reality of marriage is that marriage is just like life man you're gonna have valleys and mountaintops you're gonna have sunny days cloudy days it's just it's going to be what it is Come but on. it's a gift from god just like life is a gift from god that's marriage it. is a gift from god so we keep it a buck we keep it 100 i to. absolutely love you honey you, you and i know that you love me right um but we're growing yeah. together yeah you know we're that's growing real. in our character we're that's growing real. in our maturity we're growing with god that's real together that's real you know and with growth comes pain sometimes right yeah, yeah. say no pain no gain yeah that part and that and that's so real like yeah. like some things we've heard each other i've heard her she's she we've been through some things we've been to the through ups and downs and and we we've been married for over 23 years you mm. know 23 years we got over 23 years of experience and we will not sit here and tell y'all that every day has been roses nah. like like for real y'all already mm. know the movies don't tell the truth <laughs> y'all know that y'all know y'all know movies don't tell the truth when they wake up kissing you, now you know and you be trying that on me, love. You be trying to do the movie thing in the morning, but w- w- I'm just not built like that. Yeah. Uh, your girl you ain't know, built quite so, like that. So yet. the movies will not give you the right perspective of what marriage look like. And so we wanted today share our story yeah. uh, behind what helps our foundation to be strong. So we about to kickstart, fam, with really talking about how we got started. Ooh, y'all, y'all better go on ahead and grab some coffee, grab some tea. Gra- look, get your spouse and just sit back and relax. We're going to talk about our love story really quickly, and then we're going to talk about not much. We're just going to share, <laughs> you know, how what was our foundation. We gonna, but we have to share a little bit about our story. Yeah. So we were talking the other day, love, and you were sharing with me. One of the reasons why Mm -hmm. you wanted to marry me. Okay. I was interested in hearing. I think we were watching a podcast or something, you know, because we work on, we get information and resources to better our marriage as well. We we do that. So we listen to marriage content often. And I, for the first time, I I feel like you told me why before, but this time it just hit different. It was like a revelation for me. And I want you to share that with the people, with the people today. Why did you want to marry me? Let's start. Can I be real? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was your pinky toe. You had had pretty toes. You had pretty feet. Your toes. No, no, I'm just tripping. I'm just but you do like my toes. Yeah, right, I love, love her feet. That, like, I'm a feet person, look so that. that like I'm a feet man. So <laughs> look, if if she had had toe up toes, that would have been I don't know. That might have that would have been a game changer. Okay, but but honestly, when well, you know, thank the Lord. <laughs> to go back in that story, you know, I was I was young, and I'm a I'm a condense this thing so short. Mm-hmm. But um, God, you know, God called me, and I gave my life to God at an early age, mm-hmm. and um, like maybe around 17, 18, you know. But that was the time I was in and out the streets back and forth. Mm-hmm. And to make a long story short, 
um, there was a moment where I was just spending time with God and um, I had let go all of my girls. I told them I can't do this no more. I, I'm, I'm going after God. And so I shut everything down. Mm. And uh, and you even was a part of that. You know? He did, I, y'all. He told me to lose I, his number. I ghosted her. Like, this is that new thing. But I didn't take didn't, what you were saying seriously. You didn't. You didn't. And then, you know, I was on my journey of seeking after God. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was this one day, I'm 18 years old. So, I mean, I was seeking after God and just, I was in this place where I was, I, I'm going to be honest, I was bored. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there, I was praying and reading. I'm like, God, okay, what, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what do I do now? And, um, you know, I just got a tug in to go to a friend's house that was around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so I went to his house mm-hmm. and he was on the phone actually with one of your friends that we, when we first met, yep. he was on the phone with her. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, he said, the girl on the phone said, Hey, you know, Christina, she gave her life to, she went to the altar and she gave her life to God. Mm -hmm. And at that time it was so major to me because I, I had nobody around me that was going in the same direction. Had the same mindset. Had the same mindset. And so it was like, wow, finally somebody that I can spend time or at least call and talk to that, Mm -hmm. that we got something in common. Yeah. You know, anyway, long story short, we used to go to this spot. After I, um, she called and we got connected and mm-hmm. we started going to the spot in our city that overlooked the city is, is off of the marsh. And you could see mm-hmm. um, the downtown area real good. The uh, lights Charleston, and stuff. South Carolina. Charleston. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. we used to dream. We used to just talk, um, mm-hmm. smoke. We used to drink. We used to mean when, hey. me, and, when me and her got hey. together. Yo, I thought I All thought right. she, I th- you know, I, I was like this. You ain't saved. Living my best life. Like, you ain't give your life to God like you a heathen. I was 15. What, what does that even look like? To a 15-year-old. My heart was in the right place. I had the right intentions. I just didn't have the wisdom, but go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What you said. That part. And so, so, so we we were, I remember the night clearly. Uh Uh-huh. And um, so I was, we were smoking, we was drinking, and and God had already been dealing with me, you know, um, Mm -hmm. dealing with me. You're like, this has to change. And so- I couldn't take it no more. You know, that pressure was real. I was like, man, I, I can't live this life anymore. I have to stop. Mm-hmm. And so I, I turned to her and I said, look, I, if we're going to do this, if we're going to be together, then, you know, we're going to have to stop all of this. And mm. she looked he at me. gave me a whole ultimatum. Yeah. And I said, look, God is calling me and we got to stop this. And what, what did you, what was that look that you gave me? This moment was literally out of a movie. You were basically telling me if you and I are going to continue to walk this path, whatever this thing was, we had a situationship, a girlfriend, boyfriend relationship, whatever this was, if I didn't come up in my mindset as it relates to my walk with God, you know, just just about doing something different. If I didn't change my mindset that you and I wasn't going to be able to walk together anymore. So this was at. I'm 15. This is at the onset of us just dating. Right, right. And I didn't fully know what that looked like. Right. But your leadership qualities for me, it was the leadership. Well, for me. well let me say this because I don't want to jump the gun too yeah, far. Yeah. But we're telling this story because at the core, at the foundation of our relationship, mm-hmm. for me, 
it was always God. It Absolutely. was there was yeah. always a God factor. Facts. And like if you, that was the pivotal moment for our relationship, because if you had said, "No, I don't know what this actually. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't that that ain't me." Mm. That I don't think that we would have been together, and that's that's what we were talking about together. Mm. Yeah. And so that was a fundamental part of our relationship because she said yes. And mm -hmm. from that day, we started going after God together. And so this is why we're saying that. One thing you said, though, yeah. the other day, you said what really made you know that I was the one was that I was willing to follow you. That's and that and that, yeah, that that was the key. That has always been like my um, I, I guess my deal closer, uh, my deal sealer, because I've always liked her. You know, I've always loved her. Love the vibes. You always felt like home. You know what I mean? All right. When we were together, you know, the other girls, they, they were like, I, I just, you know, we weren't vibing like that. You know, mm -hmm. but when me and you got together, it felt like home. Mm -hmm. But there was that one deal closer or that deal breaker. And um, that night, if she would have said, nah, and did, was not willing to follow, then uh, everything would have been off. And so what we realized is that our foundation from that mm. moment forward, which is the foundation of our, the, the main foundation mm -hmm. of our marriage is God. It's that God yeah. aspect. It's like we, we, it's the spiritual walk. We go Absolutely. after God. Yeah. Every day we, we, we're mm -hmm. in the presence of God and we, we are talking about God. We, we, we're going after, we're trying to build ourselves more and more mm -hmm. in the things of God. Absolutely. And, and so that, that has been our foundation. And, and why, you know, just to stick on this, because mm -hmm. I know there's reasons why. You you followed me mm -hmm. and something that's important to you as far as foundation. But why is that factor? Why was that important to you? Why did you say yes? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I would have been a real heathen if I said no to a man that's simply saying, honey, you know, look, girl, I want to go after God. I want to do better with my life. You know, I just thought no other dude had came at me like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? To okay. where you were saying, I want to be a good person. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to, I want to be the, I want to reach my full potential. And in order to do that, I need God. And if you're going to be with me, you need to think about whether or not you need God, mm -hmm. you know? So for me, that was just very attractive. Mm -hmm. So that was the magnet in that moment that pulled me to you mm -hmm. is the fact that you're saying I'm going somewhere and I want you to follow, okay. you know? And I think back, you know, 20 plus years later and I, you know, worked, out my own soul salvation and went through my own spiritual journey with God. Right. Um, I learned some things that Adam, you know, in the garden had already had like a purpose. He had already, you know, had some things established. And then mm -hmm. God said, now, now Adam, mm -hmm. it's not good for you to be alone. Now I'm going to send you a helper. Okay. And okay. so I felt like that was that season where you were like, okay, I know what I want. I know right. the purpose that God has called me to, right. but now I need a helper. Right. And are you that girl? Okay. You know, okay. and I, I'm, I'm definitely blessed that God had even empowered me in that moment because I give it all glory to God. I didn't grow up in the church. You right. know what I'm saying? We, my mom was on drugs and alcohol. I knew my dad. I, I didn't even know my dad. Right. 
So there was no going to church on Sunday and having a Christian background. I didn't have right. that. So when you, right. uh, well, prior to you introducing me to God, um, I went to church with a friend. Right. So the seed was already planned. I felt like God intentionally, strategically had set that up yeah. so that when you came that day, the seed was already planted. Mm. And so when when I went to church, uh, uh, probably some a couple of weeks to. I can't remember the timeline, but I had already went to church with a friend mm -hmm. and the word was already sown and the word is seed. Right. And so that word was sown in my heart. Yeah. So that day when you introduced Christ basically to me, I was like, OK, girl, you got to make a decision. And so we joined forces that day. This was 20 plus years ago. Right. To pursue a life with God. And yeah. And that's that's and so that's important. been the foundation. That's yeah. so important. So you know, for those people that are out here, because I want to, we see y'all comment, and we love for y'all to comment. Somebody say, somebody say, God as the foundation. Put that on the timeline because that's what we're talking about right now. That's number one. Mm -hmm. God has to be your foundation. You know, Amen. He, he has, has to, to be, be your why. Our why. He got, he got to be your why. Yeah. And I, I want to share this too because ever since we put God as the foundation, you know, he started to show us what he wanted us to do together in marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he didn't show us the full picture mm -mm. at one time. You know, he showed us the, the next step. Absolutely. Like breadcrumbs, you know, yeah. like you just see one crumb and you just keep walking and then you see another one and another one. And that's what happened yeah. for us. And God had given you a vision when we first got together for the youth, you know, cause we're young, but the thing about it is that you always had a vision. You yeah. always was, was, was taking me somewhere, yeah. you know, you had a plan, you had a vision, you know, and I know us as women, spiritual leadership is very important. It's like oxygen to a woman yeah. and to a wife when our husband has a plan and a yeah. vision. And that's something I've always admired about you. And, and that's, that's what a lot of people, a lot of people come to us and they ask, you know, how, how do you, Y'all stay so connected. And it's always been that. God has been the glue. I know it sounds cliche-ish, but it's not. Like, mm -hmm. this is the, it's the real I'm thing. I'm telling you. Like, when you yeah. make God your foundation, and yeah. that he draws you closer together. And so, when we started talking, when we mm -hmm. started getting real serious and making God our foundation, God started giving dreams and vision. Mm -hmm. And that made us get even closer. Because Absolutely. now, shared. we had a shared shared um goal mm -hmm. from god direction <laughs> shared direct and some and that may be a problem um that may be the issue with with some of y'all out here in your marriage mm -hmm. you know the reason why you're not connecting we deal with so many people the finances ain't connected the families ain't connected you know maybe it's that god factor mm. if y'all if y'all not first um, allowing God to be the center of your marriage, yeah. then, you know, he's going to be the glue because he's going to talk to you and speak to you mm. about what it is that he wants y'all to to do. Mm. And that's exactly what he did with us. And ever since then, we've been on a journey of just step by step, him giving us um, clues and step after step of what he wanted us to do. And it's mm -hmm. all started off with us doing youth. Listen, so we were youth pastors for 10 years. That's how it initially started because, you know, we were young trying to figure out how to live for God. And so there was no going back. We couldn't go back to Egypt. We couldn't go back to our the old system of how we used to do things. And so if we're going to move forward with doing things for God, we Come wanted a, a healthy environment That's where it. we could still be us. We could still fulfill our purpose. You know, we always love music and, yeah. and things like that. Um, and so God, we, we started looking for a building when I was, I think I was probably what, 
you were this was at the beginning. I was like, 18. You were about 18, I was 19 about 18, years 19 old. Years old. And we're like, man, maybe, we, you know, Lord, you know, because God had given you a dream yeah. that we would have this building when within this building, it would be an area that we could teach the youth. They would have a game room, a game center. Basically, we would get them off the block, off the corners, right into a safe haven where they could really get cultivated in the things of God. And so right after that vision and that dream or dream that God had given you, we were led to a, a church. And this was at the beginning of our relationship, like the first year of marriage. Yeah. And within that church that we got plugged up to, they had a youth ministry. Well, not quite. But anyway, the, the story, the point is, is that we went through this journey uh, together of pursuing God. Yeah. But I want to get really quickly, love, to the place where the there was cracks in the foundation. Right. We started with God, but the foundation mm-hmm. <laughs> got cracked along the way, okay, as we were trying to learn and grow and mature. The leader that I admired fell. Mm. The leader failed failed in our relationship and I felt abandoned mm. because you were still trying to discover though you had great intentions to pursue God your heart was always in the right place right. the man was still you know recovering from brokenness and, and and I want you to share that because that was when I started to feel abandoned rejected and then I felt like you know what I don't, we started to question, yeah. you know, sometimes you, you know, you may start off feeling like, yo, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. And then when you start going through the maturity process and the growth process, you start to question now yeah. did God really say, yeah, <laughs> we supposed to be together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was true. Um, we both came from like broken backgrounds and, um, you know, when I gave my, um, uh, when we, when we started in a relationship, um, because, that when you followed me, and this is what you told me the other day, is that you followed me because you you respected and you honored that leadership. But then when there was a moment where I gave all that up, like not gave it up, but I I stepped out. Or let me, I like saying that I took my crown off. Yeah, you stepped and, out of your leadership position, and I lost respect for you. Yeah, and I took my crown off, and you know it, it left you broken and left you hurt. Mm-hmm. And that moment where. I came because I stopped pursuing God. And this is why it's so important mm-hmm. to have God. Come on. Because that moment that I stopped pursuing God, I took my crown off. And then she didn't have the leader that she so much adored and that she was following. So she felt lost. I felt the- tricked. You, yeah, right. Talk about <laughs> Let's it. Let's keep it above. I say, it. yo, you tricked me. You Talk feel me? It. Like, what is this? You know, and again, I didn't understand the sanctification process that just because somebody comes to the Lord or come to uh, themselves and say, yo, this is the path and the direction that I want, you know, I wasn't fully mature enough to understand that there's still going to be hurdles and obstacles and growth that this person still has to go through. So I was, I was expecting you to remain right. <laughs> like, up here right and as you were growing right you tripped up over some things right and then i started to lose respect and here goes the decline of our intimacy our communication and then the marriage was impacted it it was impacted in a major way and this is where you know the the tragedy for those of y'all that have been rocking with us for a while our one of our testimonies that you know that we overcome infidelity all right Mm -hmm. overcome adultery yeah and um god brought us from a long way but in that season that foundation, which was God, who was God, I I lost all that. And this is 
Because I'm the head, I'm the leader. Mm-hmm. And for the husbands that are here, that's why it's so important for you to know you and to to understand who God is in your life. Come because, on. you know, God is going to be the capsule of your whole life, your whole marriage. You know, he has to be. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make him that, then the Bible, you know, the Bible, well, my grandma used to say, you know, you're going to be like a ship without a sail. You Facts. Know, if you, if the. Double-minded. The, if you're the captain of the ship and you don't know where you're going, that everybody on that ship will not know where they're going. What and, are we doing? And this is what's been happening that had happened in our marriage because I didn't know who I was. I lost all sense of my identity. Mm. I was resentful. Got discouraged in life. I got discouraged. Yeah. I was resentful about the church, about God and everything. Mm-hmm. And so that foundation that we had, mm-hmm. I had removed that. Mm-hmm. I had removed it as the as the captain of the ship. I removed our foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm 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 the crew. You know, I'm on this ship, and I'm like, yo, you 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 sold me this path. You told me that this is where you were going. What happened? Now I feel abandoned, and so in that season where I was feeling abandoned, I had to turn to the the rock. Literally, I had to really seriously work on building my my relationship with God and little did I know it was in that season that God was really building me to be the the woman and the wife that you needed yeah you know that 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 encourager Mm -hmm. that supportive Mm -hmm. uh wife to be in your corner and to intercede for you Mm -hmm. you know so all the time you know when I was running to God because I couldn't depend on you Mm -hmm. I really couldn't in that season you know but it was good it was it was good for me i see why god allows certain things to happen you know i'm i praise god for the dark times you know i'm grateful because i got to learn who i was too i started learning my worth and my value in god and so now i was being developed as a woman i was being developed as a wife and i became stronger with with me building that foundation because i can't only you know rely on you you know we are one but we're also two individuals in here that has to have a strong foundation in god and uh, i want to y'all notice that y'all notice what she's saying because this is like the was the, the was the direction of our marriage because i ha- even though i had removed god as the foundation for me god was building the foundation in her heart yes you know yes and so but overall god has always been the foundation and so Absolutely. when i was doing whatever and lost god has been dealt with her so so god has always been the glue to keep us together always amen e- even though he hadn't been dealing with me mm-hmm. he was dealing with her yes and he was using her to keep us together mm-hmm. until eventually now you know god god healed us yes and now yes. now we we're back to where we need to be and you know we started to develop new things yeah. in our marriage that was was as foundation we started um applying other things practical things that was helping us to stay connected such as core values you know That's you know it. we know that god is the foundation we know that okay our intentions are good you know we really want to walk this plan this divine plan but we needed a plan too <laughs> you know we needed to set up boundaries and expectations and a structure yeah. around the foundation so then we started having conversations about our values like what do we value yeah. what's important to you yeah. you know we needed to make sure that we had shared values so that we can walk in the same direction yeah because we, we didn't want to go in that and in, in down that path again so in other words we had to learn from that bad history some of y'all may be going through this right now you know you may not have 
the foundation who should be God. Yeah. Because when God becomes your foundation, then he starts to talk to you about practical things. Yes. Things that you need to apply to your life. Yep. You know, the Bible says in um, um, Proverbs five and three and five, you know, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Yeah. Lean not into your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him. Marriage is a way. And, and he will direct your path. Mm -hmm. And so when we started to, we, we brought God back as the foundation, he started to show us where we were going off. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. so. Absolutely. One of the things, like Christina said, is uh, that those core values. Yep. You know, yep. what we realized is that we didn't have uh, the same type of core values. Mm -hmm. You know, one of your core values that I didn't have was that that commitment, that faithfulness. Yes. You know, if 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 I'm, I, I always believe that, girl, if you say it, do it. You know, if you open your mouth and say you are going to show up, show up. You know, if you're going to be committed to one man, be committed to one man. Come on. You know, if you're going to apply for this job, show up and be and, and walk in a spirit of excellence. Right. And so faithfulness, commitment has always been like in my core. And I, I really accredit God. I, I just really feel that it's been the empowerment of God, the blessing of God is an yeah. empowerment to do what you right. can't do on your own. Right. And so that commitment that was sown in me at a very young age, I'm grateful to God for that because it's, it's, it's given me stick to itness. Yeah. You know, that stay in power that I needed when, when we were in a dark place in yeah. our marriage, that, that stick to itness that I needed when I was, you know, feeling a little discouraged and hopeless also, you know, but it was that seed that God had planted that said, no, you're going to stay, you're going to stay, <laughs> you're going to have stay in power. Ooh. So another word for commitment is just stay in power. Ooh. Because it, it, it is so important, y'all. It's so important to have those foundations because, you know, we, we always compare what we go through with the scriptures, you know, and Jesus said that, you know, he gave the parable of, of what you build in your house on. And you, we, you can apply this to your marriage. Come on, love. Because he guaranteed, he said that the storms will come mm -hmm. and it's going to test the foundation that you build your life on or in this, in our case, what you build your marriage on. Yes. And if our foundation wasn't God, we, we would have crumbled because, you know, the whole thing is, is that we have an enemy that's trying to steal and destroy everything that God wants to happen through our marriage. Come on, babe. If we, if we would have left and we would have died, our marriage has died. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had this book. Let me just put, we wouldn't have had this book. <laughs> we wouldn't have married for real. We wouldn't have had our business. Amen. We, would, we wouldn't, we our wouldn't children, have had, you yes. know, all these other goals and dreams that we mm -hmm. have before us, if we would have let that thing die, but it was our foundation. So I want to ask this question. How many of you, mm. how many of, of you have made God the foundation of your marriage? Let's mm. put that on the timeline here. Come on, come on. Come on, chime in a little bit. How many of you have made God the foundation? Of your marriage And what we mean by the foundation You're not including him in your marriage mm. He's not something that you wake up And you go work And you do whatever you want to do And you do all these different things And you wake up And and you, at the end of the day You're tired And you don't have the, all that energy And now you all of a sudden mm. Want to give God a drive-by conversation mm. We're talking about you waking up and God, what is it that you would have for me to do? Come on, direct you? my steps, order my steps. Is he your foundation? Because this is, God is the, the person. He's mm -hmm. the entity. He's, he's, he's the creative. He is the glue mm -hmm. to our marriage. Absolutely. When I don't know how to reach you, God does. 
<laughs> when 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 you don't know how to reach me, God does. You see, the book of uh, Malachi chapter two in the Message Bible it says something about how God cares about the smallest details of marriage. He gets involved. He wants to do life with you, so He's doing life with us. So God isn't just the curtains in the house. Come on, He's not just a, a an accessory in the house. He's the foundation of our house. You know, and the Bible talks about like you just said, building your 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 life on the rock not sand because when storms come and we had storms in our marriage we've had toxic conflict issues come on you know we're coming from a uh we're breaking generational curses period period okay so there was many things and forces that was coming up against us that we had to navigate through but we always went back to god yeah. And he's always been our anchor. That's and it. so when we're talking about the foundation, we're saying, you know what, husband, let's pray. Wife, let's pray. We're not connecting. Let's pray. We need we need finances. Let's go to God. We we need uh, wisdom for our children. Let's go to God. That's it. You know, we're talking. We, we want to move or get get another job. Let, let's go see. Let's God. go to God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and so that's that. Let me tell you all. We can go for days talking about that. And um, but for you, I want to talk about because one of the things that most women, mm-hmm. you know, that that you desire and that we talk about is you desire that leadership. Absolutely. I want you to yeah. dig into that a little bit more. You know, why? Why is that leadership important to you? Because when you said I do, when we got married, that was something that that you actually you said you actually looked up to me, you know. Mm-hmm. I admired you. I, I, and I still do. We're thank talking you. about in the past, in the past, right? But it, thank God, thanks be unto God, I still do. But mm-hmm. I admired your faith. You've always been a man of faith, and that was attractive to me. You know, again. Um, with my background, it's been a lot of chaos, a lot of trauma, a lot of abandonment and rejection. And so when I saw that you were light to me in the midst of darkness, Mm. that's what happened. And that was what was attractive and why I decided to follow you. Mm. I mean, you were attractive and everything on on the outside. Talk about that a little bit. But, (laughs) okay, what, what, what happened along the way though, husband, and we Mm. talk about, we talked about this. Right. You left me right. on this journey, man. And I know I've, a lot of sisters, y'all, you know, may feel what I'm coming from. It's like, man, you know, I thought y- you sold me this. Right. Okay. I said I do to you because I I was seeing the, the, the end. I was seeing this future, this life that we were supposed to have. And then after we got married and started walking this life out, I didn't realize that it was going to turn out like this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so... What I didn't realize is that I I had to grow with you through your brokenness. Yeah. You had to grow with me through my brokenness. Yeah. And that's what marriage is about, growing together. You know, I often used to tell you, babe, I see you up here. Mm-hmm. But there was a season of our life that you were living down here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I would always respond to you as the man, the leader, the man of God that I saw you to be up here. But along the way, the way you were treating me, um, because you didn't really know how to be a husband. Mm -hmm. That was the struggle. Mm -hmm. And then with my journey with God, the Holy Spirit was teaching me how to be a wife Mm -hmm. because I didn't have an elder or um, somebody physical that I could go to to get wisdom. Mm -hmm. 
from, but the Holy Spirit was leading me and teaching me through the scripture and through personal encounters with how to love you through your brokenness. And then I started to learn that the word helper means the very same thing that the Holy Spirit means. The Holy Spirit is a helper. So, Christina, he's gentle. He's an intercessor. So, maybe you you need to be an intercessor for your husband, right? Mm-hmm. But I followed you because you have, you've always had the spirit of leadership on your life. Okay. Okay? And, again... That's what we're looking for out here as sisters. You know, we, we need to know where you're going. And if you don't have that plan, we have the capacity to build the house ourselves. But we don't want to build the house ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want a partner. And so I was just attracted, love, to your leadership, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm so grateful that that seed was planted deep. Yeah. Because even when you fail, the Bible says a righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets back up and you got back up. And, and, and I, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And, and I, that's, you know, I love that. And I love, you, you know, you sharing that. Um, what, what is, why is that important to you? Cause so many guys, I guess, husbands that may be on here um, may not understand, mm. you know, um, they may not be in that place to where, they are in that leadership position uh, or they might not be reaching their full potential in their marriage or in life, you know, but for women, it's very important to be a leader. Absolutely. And for you, why, why is that important? Because we're, we're built to help, you know, God has, you know, built a woman in such a way that that's why we are multitaskers. Like we are, um, we have the capacity to, build multiply we're multipliers you see and so i needed you to give me something to multiply okay you see what i'm saying i don't want to be on the job unemployed you know or 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 bored or without a plan or something to do i needed you to put me to work you know if you give me a seed i'm going to produce something greater than that Mm -hmm. you know so when you would cast vision the very next thing i'm saying is okay how are we going to make this happen what what, do i need to call what do i need to do you know so i'm going to work Mm -hmm. Like the Holy Spirit goes to work on our behalf. He prays, he intercedes with us, right? And so that's who I became for you. And, you know, for those, because I, I want to make it plain. And thank you for that, baby. But for you, what does a leader look like in a marriage? Mm. What it like if a, if a husband was the lead? And ladies, we want y'all to chime in too. Um, to, you know, and I'm going to ask y'all this question too. What does a leader look like? In, in the husband? Well, I would have to say, and this is just my opinion, and from, <laughs> I want to say Christ. I have to say that. For break, me, break that down. for break me, that down. a leader a leader looks like Christ. And I've always and you, told you You that. always told me, and, and that used to get on my nerve. Like, she used to come to me, when I would be off, she would say, you ain't looking like Christ. You, you ain't looking like, and I'm like, who are you comparing me to? Because that used to get, I'm like, who are you comparing me and to? And that used to get on your nerve. But here's the thing. I see you up here. I see you at your full potential. I'm not going to compare you to Tyrone. I don't know Tyrone. Feel me? I'm not married to Tyrone. I'm not married to nobody on social media. I'm married to you, you know? And so the only thing that I had that was secure, that was undisputed, that was uh, a sure enough thing was Christ. I've seen, you know, 
the Bible gives instruction on how a husband should be. Now we can go on social media and get all of these different opinions of everybody saying a husband should be this and a husband should be that. But I held you to the standard of Christ and I've always held you to the standard. And so, so like, I guess, see, I see Erica, you know, she said surrendering fully to God. Is that what you're talking about? Is that, that's an aspect of a husband being a leader. So let me, let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. Jesus was submitted to God too. He said, I don't do nothing that my father don't say. You you see what I'm saying? I do as my father instructs me. So Jesus was submitted to God. So a leader to me is a man who submitted to Christ. See, because the head of the man is Christ. The head of Christ is God. So I believe a leader is, is yes, he's in a position of authority, but he's also submitted to authority. So for me, if you're not submitted to Christ, how are you going to lead me? So when you got off, Mm -hmm. when you got off now, (laughs) as long as you're submitted and as long as you're following Christ, I will follow you. But when you started following the world and there was a season where you wasn't following Christ, I'm going to be real. I no longer really respected you as my leader. So that's and that's what I want to get into, because so because I want to know, just say that. I wasn't that leader and and I and God hadn't been my foundation but I had all these other leadership qualities as a as a husband as a man would you then would would God would that part be a deal breaker cuz we talking about the foundation of of our marriage right mm-hmm. and for some of y'all I see y'all ladies chiming in I see y'all ladies chiming in and we want y'all to ch- and fellas we want y'all to chime in too mm-hmm. but we want to we we, we want to understand what for you as woman what is what is the foundation of your heart how can a man actually give y'all uh what y'all need as far as fulfilling the 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 things that's inside of y'all that you're desiring as a as a wife you know so leadership is one and but that leadership says that that man is submitted to God. He's submitted to God. I, I believe that is the first thing because your character okay. has to align for me with the character of Christ. So again, I would always hold you to that standard. Oh and I'm like, that. oh my God. The Bible says, Latroy Brown, <laughs> you know, in Colossians 3:19, husbands be gentle mm-hmm. to your wife mm-hmm. and not harsh mm-hmm. never harsh yeah. right and so you would often tell me well this is just who i am you know who you trying to make me into this that that's not who i am right but i'm like that is who you are husband because you're a husband see you you might not be there yet but mm-hmm. stop telling me that's not who you are because you're a husband mm-hmm. and you asked to marry me right so you're going to have to come up to the standard that the right. Bible, because the Bible says husbands be gentle. Right. Husbands love your wife as Christ loves the church. Right. I can cast my cares on the Lord. And and, and I want to, because, because, you know, there's a lot of ladies and I'm Monique. This is exactly like what I was getting to suppose like with us, we mm-hmm. started off with God. God has always been my foundation, but I got off, mm-hmm. but just say like Monique, She's in the church. Just say some, a couple, they got married and now uh, before they got into the church and mm-hmm. then she's going after God. But mm-hmm. then the husband is like not like ready for that. What what should be the standard of that husband? You know, or, or you know, what, okay. if, what, if great, that was, what great question. What if that was us? Well, there was a season when when that when that was us. Right. There was a season you had. You were backslidden. You 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 were you were I slid back. I, I, I was <laughs> I was skateboarding backwards there was a season so i can relate to different type of you know scenarios right 
So there was a season where I remember going to prayer on Saturday mornings by myself, crying the entire ride all the way over, feeling like I was a single mom. I remember that season, right, of wanting you to go to marriage counseling with me, and you said, "Nah, I don't want to. Nah, I don't want to talk to nobody." Right. You know, right. I remember sending you videos and books on marriage, and you would throw it back like, "Nah, I don't want to do that right now." So I remember when you wasn't really like wanting the same things that I wanted when it came to spirituality. Right. Yep. However, mm-hmm. I believe when we draw the line in the sand mm-hmm. for me was when you started violating me mm. uh, with toxic behavior, when you started, mm. uh, when the adultery came in, yeah. when you started, you know, uh, getting, getting like this don't care attitude towards okay. the relationship. So okay. now, you know, okay, we're, I don't think we're about to start walking together now. Mm. See, I can't walk with you. It's okay if you okay. don't want to go to church with me on Saturday. Okay. It's okay, okay if you don't want to watch the video on marriage. I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, okay. you can stay home. I can go to church. We good. Even though that still bothers. That's, that's still bothered. That's me. still you, something that you desire from your husband. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. But when it gets to a place where you're violating the standards of God towards this marriage, okay. when you're breaking the vows that you said to me, when okay. you are... Uh, violating the covenant that okay. you made with me in terms of uh, adultery, uh, abuse, you know, if you had ever came in, raised your hand at me or, right. you know, that's when you draw the line in the sand. Because in First okay. Peter 3, First okay. Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, the Bible is clear that a uh, a, a woman of godly character, a wife of godly character right. can actually win over her husband. Right. See, woman, we, we have the, the gift of influence, right? So we can influence you okay. in the things of God, even if you're not a man of God. Okay. Okay. But now your behavior mm-hmm. is where we're going to have to draw the line. Mm-hmm. Because if your behavior is just, you know, I don't want to read that Bible or I don't want to go to church or, you know, okay, we cool. But when you start mistreating me and violating mm, me and, okay. and pushing off toxic behavior, we, we this marriage isn't going to work anymore now at this point. So that's how I see that in terms of, because we do grow right. at different levels and that's fine. As, but the toxic behavior for me is is a deal breaker. Yeah, and, and that that's what I wanted you to get into, dig into that because, you know, you, as foundation, God is the foundation for us, leadership is foundation for for women. Y'all need that leadership, and and for that leadership in a man that y'all are looking for, it, it is like a godly type husband. Mm-hmm. That that's the foundation or the core. Absolutely, of your heart. that's that's like and a, I, the I, best place. That's home for a woman. You know, is when her husband is 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 submitted to God and submitted to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I wanted you know to talk about just suppose suppose that husband isn't all the way there with God. But my question is, what is acceptable for that husband, you know, mm. uh, for y'all, for, for, you know, I want to see some more women chime in. And then I want to talk about, you know, for us, the foundation is definitely the same thing. We want a godly woman. All right. Let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? You a know, bit? a lot of times we, as women, we, you know, I look at a lot of different content because we're in the marriage and relationship industry, yeah. right? And so I'm listening listening to certain content of how women out here in these streets, these 2023 streets is saying, you know, what she wants in a man, right? right. What she wants in a husband. Come on. Oh, father. But what about what Ugh. we want in a wife? How, 
so the question is here when a man finds a wife okay when he finds a wife not a woman so he's looking for a wife so there's certain wifely attributes and qualities that that woman already possess the fundamentals we talk about the fundamentals of marriage yeah. And one thing that a man, we look for, you know, I love, we, we love a wife that is not, I'm going to say for most men, I, I'm talking about myself. I don't want a woman that's mute. Mm. I don't want a woman that's so <laughs> passive. Oh, no. I don't want a woman that's so passive and so like very weak and things like that. I don't want, I don't want that. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've, I've ever treated you like that, Mm-mm. but I, I want a woman who just considers Mm. And understands me as a man and mm. what I need. A woman of understanding. A woman, a woman of under. I know y'all got that song. What I need from you is understanding. <laughs> you know, y'all took that song. All right, y'all took that. But men are the same way. All right. Like we want y'all for the most part. We really want y'all to understand us as men. Mm. Like most good men. Even though we have our flaws, we want y'all to understand that we are human. And sometimes we're going to make good. mistakes. Yes. I'm not talking about the toxic stuff. Sometimes we're going to make mistakes. Sometimes we have bad days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're not, we don't understand you completely mm-hmm. all the time because women are complex. Can I say and that? men are simple. Simple. <laughs> women are complex. More simple, yeah. Like women are comp- you, you, you're complex. You, you, you are intricate. So... It takes us some time to get to know you. Mm. And in that time of us getting to know you, we would love for y'all to have more grace, Mm. more grace on us. Don't come. Don't. This is what this is what most men don't understand. When we miss it, you approach us as though we are already supposed to know it. Uh oh. Uh oh. (laughs) Like like for real. Wallace. Wallace. (laughs) Wallace. Yes. Wallace, I see the brothers. I want the brothers to chime in a little bit. You should know this what is, I want. This is one thing that, that makes us want to pull away. Because because you now you attacking that fundamental part of a man, which is peace. Uh-oh. And a god to us, a godly woman would be gracious, would have Ooh, grace. And so poise if, if, and grace. Poise and grace. So if we miss it, don't come to us like we're a child and like we're already supposed to know everything about you. That's good, love. You better talk to the woman out here. Come on. Understand that we are still trying to get to know you as a woman. You are complex. And so if we, in that time where we may miss it in the conversation and communication, mm-hmm. continue the communication. Don't, don't, don't fuss at us and don't, you know, try to understand our perspective too. Yep. Because we're, we're a good man. We're trying to get you. We're like, I, I don't understand you right now, baby, but I'm trying, mm-hmm. you know, but any, at any time we feel like we're being attacked all right by the way that you speak to us god had to put this thing in the word oh I, i'm ready to say something go ahead love god had to put this thing in the word that because he knows women he knows how the women are made he, and he knows um uh, what, what what's going on inside of a woman so he said make sure mm. make sure that you respect your husband that's right Amen. he says he's uh, he emphasizes that in the bible <laughs> the bible yeah yeah he says make sure that you respect your husband ephesians 5 33 come yep, on now yep. and 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 so and and that's what it is we we desire a godly woman and that godly character shows through grace so when you found your wife Come that on. day, when you positioned that, you know, you that's put it. that up. Can I, I, I used to, I would drop the mic right now. I ain't gonna drop the mic, but that's it. That's like, 
that that's my foundation. Can I drop the mic? That's what you were looking for. In other words, you were looking for a woman that was going to respect you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> a woman that was going to respect. And I, okay. So I had to learn. So, okay. So just like I just Thank got God finished. You, you got it now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And 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 every day I gotta coach myself, right? Mm-hmm. But just like I was looking for those leadership qualities in you as a husband, just like I'm looking for you to be gentle in your communication and your approach towards me, there are certain qualities and attributes in a wife that a man is looking for also, you know, when he's trying to pick her out the crowd. Right. So the Bible says in Proverbs 31, a virtuous wife who can find she's different. Right. She has a higher moral standard. And so you're absolutely right. Just like I needed to give you grace because I was I always, including now, talk about it, held you to the standard of Christ. Yes. But then you also hold held me. To a high standard as well. Can we talk about it? When it came to this right here, these pretty red lips of mine. My mouth. My mouth. And 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 why y'all think God put it upon our heart to write this book, The Marriage Mouth. The Marriage Mouth. Because this is this is going to determine the the health or the destruction of your marriage, your mouth. It's your mouth. It's how you treat each other in your communication, right? Where a husband is open to his wife's opinions and feelings. He listens to her. He's gentle in the way he treats and communicates with her. But that wife is also gentle and respectful towards her husband when she communicates with him, right? And so this is the, the foundation you have to train your communication and your mouth what god is the foundation he he works on your heart because communication starts in the heart and that's why you have to start with god but along the way you're gonna have to develop communication skills that's so good y'all you know and we want to answer some questions you know for those of y'all that are live right now i know this is our podcast but you know we got some people on youtube twitter or x now they call it and on facebook but when we come back after this we want to answer some questions so get y'all questions ready because we want to make sure that you know you're being pushed in the right direction when it comes to your marriage all right and we see y'all out here erica kia don desiree what's good what's going on y'all when we come back y'all we're gonna answer some questions so get y'all questions ready all right y'all can y'all can put it on the timeline right now all right certified marriage mentors latroy and christina brown have a new book the marriage mouth they are the founders of married for real and have been reaching hundreds of thousands of people around the world with their transparent and relevant approach to common marriage issues so many people have been asking for the book and now you can have it for yourself this dynamic book is full of powerful topics prayers and confessions it's a book you'll never be done with it was designed to use as a spiritual guide and tool to address most marital situations the marriage mouth your mouth is a weapon don't use it against your spouse order your copy today at amazon.com or go to our website at marriedforreal.com all right all right fam where's your questions let's go let's go y'all all right this is the this is the part 
of the podcast that we actually we, we have some for real conversations for real conversations we want y'all to ask any questions that y'all may have about marriage it could be about the topic or whatever you want to ask but we want to be real open because some of y'all may be having some challenges in marriage some of you may not have people that you can actually call and talk to yeah we want to be your mentors we want to be those people that you can actually talk to yeah to get some of those questions answered right babe absolutely so we're reading your questions right now let's see now to call you i've been watching your comments um on facebook and basically what i hear you saying is you know i feel like i still lose when i try everything when i come humble when i come you know to my husband with my feelings and my uh my my emotions i still get the same results and i hear that from a lot of women you know we meet with couples all throughout the day and i hear that from, and i remember there was a season Sis, where I felt the same way, right? I remember telling you, I said, Babe, you like to pull the disrespect card on me, love. You you always say I'm coming. I'm a pull it. I'm coming disrespectfully, babe, but you can't say that this time, babe, because I came with love. I came with humility. I, I watched my tone. I felt like I did everything possible, but I felt like you were still getting offended or defensive, right? And that started making me shut down. You know, I started to feel unheard. I started to feel emotionally uh, withdrawn because I, I didn't feel like you cared about my feelings at that time. All right. And so what, what do you do when you've done all <laughs> you can do to hold yourself accountable to your delivery and your approach? But the recipient is still acting childish because I've done it. And, and I know you've said it about me. So. Yeah. It's not a man or a woman thing. It's a human thing, okay? Yes. Yes. That person has a low emotional intelligence. That's what it is. That whoever in the relationship is always getting defensive when your spouse isn't even coming to you toxic. Like they ain't even coming toxic. Stop. Just stop. They they really are coming with respect. They're coming, but you just don't want to change. Yeah. You know that it, you know it could be that where you just don't want to hear the truth. You feel me? And at that point, sis, we highly recommend mediation or, you know, getting with somebody so that a third party can come in. A married couple is what we recommend. Married for real. Let's go get a husband and a wife so that there's no bias or anything like that. And, and, and nobody feels attacked in the session. All right. So we recommend a husband and a godly wife to come in and, and speak to those blind spots that either one of you might have. Yes. Thank you for that answer, baby. That that's that that was a good um, uh, observation on this live. Um, I got a question from Denise. She said, "My husband wants to know if he's not completely spiritual, should the wife not consider him a leader?" Mm, that's a good one. And that's it, a great one. And, and while I was looking at that, um, mm. the first thing came to my mind is, yeah, the husband may still be a leader. But that leader, that leadership in your husband would never compare to a godly leader. Mm. The Bible says that God's ways are so far above our ways. Mm -hmm. You see, we, you're talking about the creator of everything in existence. And he also said that the world's wisdom are foolishness to him. So when you have a wife who's holding you to the standard of a godly leader, you're always going to show up below. 
that standard because God has to be that standard you know and you're, you're, it's just that's just the truth that's just honesty because if you're not a godly leader a godly person says that there's certain areas in my life are uh, certain things that I won't do because I'm a godly person and if you have a wife that's saying hey I want you to be a godly person because you being you is you still going out to different places that you do, I don't like you going to because it, it, it says something about your character mm-hmm. you still watch certain things because it says something about your character you still letting things in your body because you know it, it, it I don't that those things I don't agree with you know because God's standards are always going to be higher than this worldly type standard yeah you know every man has the capacity to lead that's something that we That's do believe. Thing. We believe, but there's different types of leaders out here. You feel me? Just like the children of Israel, you know, they had all different kings that were ruling over Israel. And m- many fell. They started with God and then they fell out, of, you know. I mean, they, they started bringing in all type of customs and evil and, and uh, idolatry. And, you know, so you start bringing in your morals, you know, maybe a lo- it may be lower. You feel me? Than a godly leader, but he's still leading. The question is, where is he leading? Oh, you feel me? Ooh. So leadership is, we believe, is in the cap- every man has that capacity built within the man just like you know the flight comes with the bird and yes. the, the, the the swim comes with the fish so the leadership comes with the man yeah the question is where is he leading you and what direction what type of character traits and attributes is he leading you with Ooh. now i want to make it clear because i think it was is it first peter where it says that if if that if you have a man that is not godly I'm a, par- I'm a paraphrase yeah. and he wants to stay then don't leave that man yeah and vice versa if you have a woman that's not godly and he wants to stay he wants to be don't leave that man because yeah. that that's an indication that you can still have a, a, a balance in your marriage even if that husband isn't in the place that you see him to be Facts. even if he's not that godly you know whatever that you see him to be yeah if he's not abusive if he's not then that says love that th- that's it it's love now mm-hmm. your unconditional love has to kick in amen All love right. him and show him who god is through oh, you i want you to talk on this one babe the, um what's the land of mark why doesn't a wife feel the emotions of her spouse when he is trying to express <laughs> his feelings <laughs> Why doesn't a wife feel the emotions of her spouse when he's trying to express his feelings? This is a good one. I think that's a cultural thing. That might be a societal thing, a societal norm. I, I agree with you, Delana, where, you know, if a man cries or if a man is upset, you know, I have to be honest. I'd be like, why are you acting like that? <laughs> Calm down, sir. What we doing? Like, it feels weird because I think in society, you know, women have been given a pass to cry. Like, we we are, you know, if even to get angry, you know, it's okay if a woman gets angry in, in, in some spaces, right? But if a man gets angry, it's, it's less acceptable. So I just think that it, it has been the way we have, I don't know, been brought up really in society. Because sometimes when you you given you were giving me certain emotions. I'm better now because we have deep emotional intimacy in our relationship. Yes, you do. You're vulnerable with me. And I've realized 
that when I create that safe space for you and I'm your home, I feel home to you, you open up to me more, you talk to me more, we cry together, we pray together, we have a deep spiritual and emotional connection. Uh, but at the beginning, sis, I just want to validate, I get how weird it feels at first. Like, why? Why are you crying? Like, why, why are you getting angry? You know, so we take the card away from men but we give it to the woman, right? And so I just believe that both parties have to have an emotional sensitivity to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say this? And and I want y'all to, I'm gonna be careful with how I say this to answer that question. I'm gonna put it up there again. Why doesn't a wife feel the emotions of her spouse when he is trying to express his feelings? I'm gonna be careful how I say this because God has built us in a way that we automatically have to be tough, strong, emotionally to deal with life in the world. Mm. And a man, if he is too emotional, notice I said oh, too, that's good. too emotional. A man, overly if, if, sensitive. If he is overly emotional, he is too emotional, then we resemble females. Can can I say that again? Yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to be careful by we if a man is too emotional, we have emotions and we should be we a man will open up and express his emotions. A normal man, most men will express his emotions in a safe place. But we can't be too emotional. I love that um Alan or hypersensitive or hyper emotional because then we start to resemble a female. Mm. Okay, so so when you say that he's not e emotional when he's expressing his feeling, like this used to get on Christina nerve with me, especially in times of apologies. When, All right. when, when, when I would do something and I would apologize, my apologies are like, hey, babe, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, you know, and, you know, I, I didn't mean to, to say that to you and I was wrong. And I, I please forgive me. Now I want you to use your emotions. Please forgive me. See, that's when you want us to be emotional. And that used to get on her nerve because she didn't feel that if I had these deep emotions, if, if blood wasn't coming out of my eyes. Where's the tears? If I the, need tears the tears wasn't tears. coming the out. Tears, if I wasn't begging or whatnot. <laughs> She didn't feel that like like that apology was sincere. But sincerely, I would be sincerely sorry and, and apologizing. And, but men, most men aren't hyper emotional. And we can't be. Because Praise the Lord. We we can't if somebody comes through that door and I'm so emotional and I'm over overthrown with fear. Then I won't be able to protect you. Mm. If if I'm I won't be able to think logically because I'm pulled into my emotions. So men have to be more logical to be able to go through things. You know, we can't panic. We mm. can't be feminine. All right. Oh my gosh, we yeah. might get tagged on that one. So it is what it is. So there, and, and but God has wired us like that so that we can work, so that we can fit. You know, and so yeah, to answer that, yeah, we. We got to embrace each other's emotions in a healthy way. Healthy emotions. Like, neither one of us should be overly sensitive or overly angry. You know, but emotions are real. It communicates information. If somebody is crying, figure out why they're crying. If somebody's angry, figure out why they're angry. And I want to say this too, because 
because now I'm in a safe place with you, mm-hmm. I have become more emotional with you, right? And I I appreciate that. I don't see you no type of way. I don't see, and I understand why a man has to put this shell up at first because you can't trust me yet. You don't know how I'm going to see you. And I think that's why a lot of our men in our culture is very, very hard. Just very hard. Now, it's okay if you're hard out in, in society. You know, if you're going to war, you need to be hard. But you shouldn't be at war in your house. Ooh. You shouldn't be at war towards Ooh. your can, wife. Can I can I say something on that? Yeah. I'm going to turn this music off real quick. Let me say something on that piece. If you are a very, if you're an aggressive woman. Oh. If you, if you are an aggressive woman, that could be part of the reason why your husband isn't showing much emotion because mm. he don't want to feel like a punk in front of you. Mm. He don't want to feel soft in front of you. If you're already an aggressive woman and you have like this dominant personality, mm-hmm. a man ain't going to show you that emotional side. Because mm, he feel you might use it against him. That's you it. know, at least that's what we hear out here. That's what, you know, you you told me too. You know, because at, at one point I was like, man, I feel like you're, you're very cold. Like you had this one way about yourself. You didn't really express emotions at the probably half of our marriage. Then on the other side of it, you started opening up more and I... You told me the reason why is because I was starting to allow you to be more. Uh, I started to hear you. <laughs> I I allowed you space to be heard, and what we're finding is that us as wives, we we're saying we're not being heard, but we're also hearing that a lot of husbands aren't feel, feeling heard as well. Yeah. So healthy emotions, family, is is important from both sides. Mm. Um, we got Erica, my sister. She says, says, why do some men refuse to show accountability for their emotions? I mean, uh, for their actions. Can I, can I say this real quick? Knock yourself out. I would love to hear this. Erica, thank you for that. She said, why do some men refuse to show accountability for their actions? Honestly, can I be honest? I, I... it's not just the men. I was about to say that. I, it's I'm both a, of us. I, I'm, I'm gonna just say. <laughs> Thank I'm gonna just you, say babe. that. We, Thank we, you. We we genderify or we we like to put things That's, on genders, but women do the same women thing. Women do the same thing. Women do the same I thing. I said the it's, same it's thing. It's not with that. It's not a gender thing. Mm-mm. You know, it's 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 a heart thing. Come on, love. You know, it, it just depends on who you marry. Uh oh. It's not a gender thing. It's a heart thing. When it comes to emotions, then that gets into more of a, the gender thing. Yeah. Because most men are guarded when it comes to their emotions, but when it comes to the, the character things, accountability, accountability, and the cat. Both men and women don't be want to be held accountable. That's a human thing. See, accountability starts with humility. So a lot of times why we, I'm going to say we, man and woman, don't like taking accountability is because there's pride. All right. So the Bible says wherever there's strife, there's pride. So if you're, you're dealing with a spouse that doesn't want to take accountability for nothing they do, they just walking in pride. And so you got to pray that God delivers them, <laughs> deliver them from that spirit and that God will give them some humility to take ownership, ownership for anything that they've done wrong. That's it. That's it. it it's, it's a character thing. That person, whether it be a husband or wife, need to spend more time with God and get, del- get delivered for some things because yep. that, it's just pride. 
Mm. It's pride And yeah, we all know Where pride takes us it, it takes us Before a fall So it's not That character flaws Is not gender Gender specific It's not And I'll talk about me For a second Like I remember This was revelatory For me You know uh, A couple years back I don't know If you remember this I was in the process Of doing some things With the business And I was busy And uh, you had asked me A question In the midst of me Being busy And I responded In a fresh or an irritated way and you came back and was like well actually I, I responded and then you looked at me <laughs> and then I want to say you just walked off <laughs> like you didn't even say anything back so I'm sitting there and I'm spending time I, I was just like wow what did I do so I'm searching my heart because I'm like why did he just walk off what did I do wrong not what did he do wrong uh, or did wrong and so the Holy Spirit said you didn't have to talk to him like that that's why he just walked off so now I'm fighting the flesh now the flesh is like alright now what you gonna do about this you know you wrong but are you gonna fix it see that's where accountability comes in are you gonna be self accountable to your character Christina right and so I, I've came to you multiple times and I'm like you know but I apologize for that I, I don't know it was timing but nevertheless you did not deserve that so I take ownership for the irritability you know I love you and I'm sorry mm -hmm. see so it's not gender like we human beings miss it sometimes but you know when you search when you allow the Holy Spirit to work with you and search your heart you got to submit See, if you're submitted to God, then you can be submitted to one another. Ooh, man. Ooh, ooh. Boy, y'all we all giving some good questions today. Alan, I see you. I see you. Um, he says, what if your mate don't like your version of events, but always calling your version a lie because it's always how they see it? Uh-oh. Talk on that, baby. That ain't why you did that. That ain't that ain't what you said. Oh my lord. We telling people what they're thinking. We're telling people why they did what they did. Ah, that that feels like bondage. You know what I'm saying? When I know why I did it, this is this I'm I have no reason to lie. You know, and at the end of the day, if they are lying, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like the only people we have control over is ourselves so you have to believe your spouse you know when your spouse says like honey this is what happened when I went such and such place this is this is what what I ran into nah that ain't why you ran into that that's a that's a complicated relationship you feel me because now this person is going to be like you know what whatever I you know okay go 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 right on and believe what you want believe what you want and now that person is going to feel safe to talk to you about nothing else that's a big one right there alan if they lying god will expose it if they lying god will re reveal it the, the the best can you agree with the, to this like the best conversations that we've ever had when we both consider each other's perspective facts those are facts. the best like when we when we go through like because we have conflict too and, at any and time, we don't always agree and we don't always agree but anytime the conflict prolonged it was because one or both people wasn't considering the other person's perspective trying to force your perspective on the other person and, and that don't work you know a good conversation and a good conversationalist always considers the other person's perspective 
because we we only see out of our eyes all right we only hear out of our ears let's go we, we only feel what we feel mm. so we're going to speak to you based upon our perspective mm. but if we care about our spouse even if we're in conflict we should consider their perspective like okay this is how i feel but let me sit and listen to how what you were going through because you got a different set of eyes you got a different set of emotions and feelings and maybe if i listen to how you felt going through even though we were walking down the same street at the same time that other person could be feeling and seeing totally different things i might be looking at the red car that passed but this person next to me could be looking at the children playing in the playground facts you see what i'm saying so we so, see we have different perspectives come on different point of views so yeah stop trying to be controlling you know that's witchcraft like if somebody say they come this on. is what happened all you can do is believe them now if you got receipts and stuff like that that's another story like nah you didn't you didn't do that because i got the video <laughs> Come on. But you ain't, if you ain't got no receipts, man, we got to just believe each other. Oh, that's so good, y'all. Y'all, look. Look, y'all. Yeah. We, we love every one of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Y'all already know. We love every one of y'all. Um, once again, we are Latroy and Christina. Mm. Thank y'all for rocking with us on our podcast. You know, for those of y'all that don't know, we do have a podcast. Y'all can check out our podcast on any platform that has podcasts. Yeah. If y'all need marriage help, if you need Ooh, marriage help We running a deal You can go to our website Talk about the deal baby So you know A lot of couples are like Man we just got Down with Christmas we, we It's a new year and, and the finances may be low Whatever the case may be We want to be there To help as many couples As we can So for the month of January Until January 31st You can actually go on our website And book a, uh, a marriage mediation session with Directly with LaTroy and I with us. And we're going to take off $50 Alright So the marriage What, what is the, the code? There's a code A promo code at checkout Start fresh There we go Start fresh Capital S Start Yeah Capital F Fresh Start fresh That's the promo code That you can use When you're booking the session When you book yeah. the session Go to our website Use the promo code Start Fresh, capital um, on both of the uh, words at the beginning, and um, instantly get fifty dollars off of yeah. our session, one-on-one session with us, y'all. We would love to meet y'all. If you need mediation, if you just need more wisdom, yeah. If you need, you know, we also do marriage mentorship, so the one-on-one session is a requirement before actually getting into our, our mentorship. Um, so we would love for y'all. We yeah. would love for y'all to come meet with us. So there you have it. Just go on our website. It's marriedforreal.com. We have it right here on the screen. You go under marriage help. You go ahead to a one-on-one. It's through Zoom video conferencing. The four of us will sit down and we will process and unpack where, where you guys are. All right. We'll give you some techniques and some skills in terms of communication. Yeah. Things that we actually use in our own marriage. All right. Yeah. So we're we're putting we're we're putting it into practice. All right. So go to our website if you're looking for that and we want to know who would be interested we're working on a live marriage event if you can put interested in the comments if in uh in and around june june i think it's around maybe the 14th or 15th of june if you would be interested in coming to atlanta for a marriage a live marriage event that we will be hosting we're just trying to gauge uh exactly who would be interested in terms of uh picking a venue for the headcount all right all right i think that's it love i think that's it y'all if y'all want to know more you can go to our website at marriedforreal.com it's right there on the screen marriedforreal.com and learn more about it but until then y'all we want to say man look 
We love every single one of y'all. Yes. And remember, if you take these messages and you apply it to your life, you two can say through it all. We still win. God bless y'all. We see y'all next Thursday.